Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. To the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined as always by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? Man, we're good. I don't want to show anyone my arms because there's someone else here who's got way bigger arms than me. Bernie. Sorry, no way. It's definitely not you. Um, but man, I, I, we got a special one today. I'm super excited. We have like one of my I'm a running back, one of my favorite running backs. Um, you know, I think this is like a Badgers helping Badgers type of deal. These guys are doing something really special, bringing golf to the masses. I love it. I'm so excited. We have Noe Vital, Melvin Gordon III. Guys, thank you for being here. It, it, it Matt Perkins and I are literally like, I'm shaking. <laughs> As thank you guys thank you for having us <laughs> i appreciate that my friend i appreciate it and we appreciate y'all taking the time man great for sure thank you thank you thank you what you know oh, right, man I'll, I'll kick it back to you for a second i'm ready to dive right in i don't think we need a lead blocker here right now though i think we can just get i think we can get uh get right in on it um we're here to talk about vibes we're here to talk about badgers um we are sort of kicking off here a collaboration tonight with uh, Vibes, which we are super pumped about. Uh, we're going to be talking to every single guy in Vibes uh, over the next couple weeks. Uh, we are also working on a documentary project together that I think is going to be really excellent to talk about the mission of Vibes. And so we don't worry, guys. We're going to get into all the good Badger stuff that you want here a little bit later. But we are here to talk Vibes, and we are here to talk Vibes first and foremost. So that is what we are going to do. Uh, before we get into anything, I want to remind you guys that we are presented by betonline.ag, where they remain your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at BetOnline. NBA playoffs in full swing, as are the NHL playoffs. Always some good UFC, boxing, bath, baseball, I mean, casino games, card games. It's all over there at betonline.ag. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. So let's go back. Let's just uh, start with, if let's say I had never heard of Vibes Golf Club before, Melvin. What If someone comes up to you on the street, what and they ask you, what the heck is Vibes? I see your hat. It says Vibes Golf Club. What is Vibes yeah. Golf Club? Vibes Golf Club, I feel like to me, um, it's just a way to, we want to, it's a way to change the world, man. And, uh, you know, make golf, you know, a thing that's fit for everybody, honestly. Um, you know, I, we can probably go get into the detail of what, you know, what we think of golf and, and how it is and, and how we feel like it's a status sport. Um, but to us, it's, it's, to me, it's a way that people can, can look at us and be like, you know what? I could be myself. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, I could be myself. I could just be who I am. That's vibes. You know what I'm saying? You bring your own vibe. And the thing is, like, 
it's it's a crazy question to me because everybody vibe is different. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's be like, I look at your hand, what is vibes? Well, vibes could be something completely different for me and you. You know what I mean? As far as being on the field, you could be out there with a country boy with a with a with a cowboy hat on, listening to the country music. That's his vibe. You feel me? Like, and then my vibe, I like our, you know, the the Calvin Harris, I like whatever. So that's my vibe bring that, but um, you know, we obviously got ways to change the game and we could sit there and and go through a whole spill with them of, you know, what we trying to do to change the world as far as with golf. Um, but I would just tell them like, you know, golf is vibes is just is, is exactly what it's saying. Vibes Golf Club is your vibe and what you bring to the game of golf. I love that. First off, I'm a Calvin Harris radio listen listener <laughs> all day at work. All day. It just I tell you, man. <laughs> it gets you going and it's positive. Like I just like the beats. Um, no way. I'd love to hear your your answer. Uh, well, I mean, very similar to, uh, I mean, Mel captured the essence of it, right? Vibes Golf Club is basically, it, it's a movement for us to, to tell people and show people, most importantly, that look like us, that grew up in similar communities as we did, similar upbringings, just to show them that golf is an option for them, right? I think, I think one of the things that's missed in the world of golf, and I mean, here we are in 2023, and one of the hottest topics is why isn't golf diverse? Well, I mean, the answer is simple. Like we just haven't had this game marketed to us. Like I grew up inner city Milwaukee and was never exposed to golf until I graduated and ended up in San Diego. And uh, it's just crazy because when I look back at it, it's like golf can be an avenue just like football, football, like soccer, like baseball, any of these other sports could be an avenue to, you know, give kids like us, inner city kids, a path, um, you know, to a better future. And I think that golf is is just missed. For some reason, we just, it's just never an option for us. And 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 it goes beyond that, right? It's, it's really deep. It's like a, it's something that I, like I repeat to our team. It's like, our goal is to make golf a mental option for kids like us. Like none of us grew up ever considering it, like waking up on a weekend, like I'm going to go golf. It wasn't even an option, right? So our focus is, what can we do? What are the different avenues? What are the connections that we have that we can leverage to go market this game for someone like us so that someone sees it and says, you know what? I'd like to try golf. And that's it. That's our goal. Like we want someone to go from golf isn't for me to I can golf if I want to. That's our focus. Yeah, no, I, I want to ask both of you guys, like what was your, like I'll go, go with Noah first. Like what is, what was your first interaction with the game of golf? I guess my, my first real interaction with golf was probably when I was still in college, a buddy of mine, we had a go, we'd gone to like a local course to play and I'll never forget though. And, and it's a similar story to a lot of people. It was just like, it was my first time going out there. So my first question was like, so like, what do I need to bring? And it's funny because everyone's first answer is always like, oh, just, just throw on a polo uh, you know, throw some khakis on. And then, you know, if you got golf shoes, golf shoes or something that's just comfortable. Right. And so we went out there and immediately, like you, I just felt out of place. I'm like, well, this isn't me. I don't wear this like normally, like this is, this is kind of weird. And that was my first exposure to the game. And then you fast forward, I end up out here in San Diego. And this is when I really got the taste of what real golf was. And the reason I wanted to play golf when I got to San Diego was, I had this misconception of only successful people golf. Like if you golf, that means you've made it. And so that's why I wanted to golf. And 
I started playing and getting into the game and it doesn't take long once you're playing to realize like half these people aren't that aren't this like this you know these, this assumption of people that I ha- that I had for golf quickly was broken I was like this is not true why have I not been exposed to this sooner and that was when I got the bug like everybody else I got addicted I started playing all the time wanted to get better and better but the one thing that stuck the whole way through was this constant pressure of like having to fit this mold in this box so that I can be accepted into the world of golf, right? I had to talk a certain way. I had to act a certain way. I had to dress a certain way. And all of a sudden I find, I found myself like completely being a different person on the course than I am in real life. And that was what threw me off. I'm like, I'm not being myself. I'm not being true to myself. And that was honestly like probably like the birth of like the initial thought of how can we go disrupt this game in a positive way? And that was like where it's like, we got to like, you know, give it our own vibe. And that was kind of like the birth of vibes, right? The vibes golf club where it's like, how can we take a group of individuals to go disrupt this game in such a way where no one can do anything but accept it. Like, like that's the beauty of vibes golf club is that because we've all been boys for over a decade that when we go onto a golf course, we're ourselves and people just see that energy. And honestly, like, once we're out there having a good time, it's hard for someone to push you away because it's like, we're out there respecting the golf course. We're out there having a good time. We're respecting the rules. We're just playing the game and what we think is comfortable and what makes us feel like ourselves. And we just go do it. But Melvin, I would, I just, I want to hear your, uh, your origin story, I guess, with, uh, with golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. My first time was with my best friend in high school. Um, and like Noah said, the story that hey, you gotta wear you gotta wear a polo on the on the golf course. I was like, what? And yeah, you need khakis. I was like, what? Like I can't do this. You feel me? And they was like, well, that's that's how you do it. So I was like, all right. And I hate polos. Like I, I hate polos. They're cringe. They cringe to me. I mean, I, I hate them. Like I just I don't wear them. If you see me in a polo, I'm forced to be in it. Just just know that. Um, but yeah, we were doing that, and then it was just it was so boring. Like. Um, we was playing with his papa and and no music, no cigars. Now, granted, I was still in high school, so you know we couldn't drink and all that stuff. But still, though, the music would have got me through. I played like like six holes, and I was like, "Bro, I'm over this. Like, I'll probably never golf again." Like, and I didn't until you know Noah kind of brought this up to me, and I was like, "Bro, I'm I'm done." You mentioned the money thing. Like, I don't I don't even think I took a swing there. Like, I was. Then that's all off that first experience. I was just done with it. Like I'm just like, man, this is this is not for me. My first experience with golf was trash. No music, no cigars, no alcohol, no odds. <laughs> I was just out there just missing and I was swiping everything. I was like, nah, this this ain't it right here. So um <laughs> I'm kinda glad that we doing this, man, because I mean it's probably a lot of people that probably was in my position that probably just Look at it. Look at the game of golf in such a disappointing way because of a bad first experience, being forced to wear something, and the vibes really not hitting how they're supposed to. It, I really, um, when I was reading, looking at the website, I love the fact that you put in. Um, you know, anyone could do it as long as you respect the rules. I think what what's special about golf is, is that really like I want to wear a t-shirt. I still wear a polo because that's what's assumed to to wear. So. Listen, I'm I'm all aboard because I want shorts. I want Lululemon shorts. I want sandals and a t-shirt. 
right? Like that's my jam. Calvin Harris radio, Coors Lights, cigars, and literally I stink. So I love playing. Like I just want to swing and just enjoy the, the people around me. That's my vibe in like my golf. Um, but I love that you say respect the rules because I think that's important in any sport. But I think golf, it's a little bit different, right? Like you you have to respect the game and kind of what's going on in, in your, I don't say in your lane, in, in like the way that you can enjoy it, but still enjoying the game because the game has all these different weird rules. What's that like? And, and, and what was that part? Like who was like, we need to put that in because I thought that was special. So for me, that was very important. And I mean, I think I think all the guys in the team would echo this, that we are doing something unique right now. And the fact that we are at the stage that we're at and the amount of time that we've been able to do it is really exciting. But at the same time, uh, I think we all carry this like this anxiety in the back of our minds where it's like we can't mess up, right? Because let's be real. There's probably a lot of people out there looking at us like they just don't like what we're doing. There, you know, golf is a very protected game, and there's people out there that are probably like I, those guys. Like we gotta be careful what they're doing, yada yada, right? And for me, I remind these guys, it's like we we can't mess up. We can't be we can't be pointed at and say like you can't play golf that way because look at what they did, right? And for us, we 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 care about that because. Like respecting the rules is a big piece to this because that's an easy thing to point at. It's like, well, those guys aren't even golfing. They're out there just drinking and doing whatever. They're not even golfing, but it's like, no, we are golfing. And like, you know, that, and that's one of the funny things that even a lot of guys on the team, when they started, they didn't know all the rules of golf. And so even trying to teach them, the guys on the team, like the rules of golf at first was a little frustrating to them. Right. But then over time they learned to appreciate why they exist. Right. Because it's like, well, I can beat you in our friendly matches, but when I what happens when we got to compete with somebody else that really does golf? Like I got to be able to hold my own and know the rules, right? Because that's the realm that we're in now. Like the day that we we stepped up and played with Justin Simmons and the Broncos and they destroyed us. I think that was the reality when someone stepped in for our guys, especially Mel. Like Mel realized at that moment, like beating the other guys on the Vibes team is one thing. But when you're competing against someone else and someone else that you respect and you got a lot of love for and they're talking trash to you and you can't back it up, that hurts. So what do you got to do? You got to go learn the rules. You got to learn how to play and how to play so that you can actually compete. And so that for us is like you bring all that stuff together and that's what makes this exciting because now the guys on the team, Mel, and we've talked about this a few times now, Mel actually has like a, a ranking board of the Vibes Golf Club team. I don't know if he's going to share it. Some of the guys are a little sour about it, but Mel literally <laughs> ranks the team of the best and the worst. And it's kind of funny because now guys are like, the only way I can rank up is to actually be able to compete. And so guys are really starting to take it serious. And that's what makes it fun. It makes it exciting. Melvin, can you share who's at least the top one or two? Uh, Darius Fisher and Tanner are the top two. Interesting. Okay. Did those guys start at a young age or they just kind of started with you guys? No, no, no. They they've been playing before we started. Um, it was crazy how Feaster, um, you know, how he even came on. But we didn't even know that Feaster knew how to call. We go out there with him. He's just he's sending the jokers. I was like, God, don't. <laughs> and then uh, we we kind of knew Tanner's gotten a lot better since we you know since we started this. Um, but yeah, those those two are the top guys. Then no way come in at three. I'm gonna take that spot soon though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not. 
That's even low. It just got to back it up. Just a little bit of trash talk. You got to back it up. Sorry, no, wait, go for it. I was I, I did want to say a comment there because I, 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 when you guys chat with the guys later, I think this would be some funny that one of the things we always talk about and joke about is that Feast is by far the best player on our team right now, right? And we always joke that Feast woke up to vibes because Feast, like originally when we had put this thing together, it was like the nine of us. Feast was just, he was, he wasn't a part of it from the beginning. And we had had an event out in, uh, in LA. Um, and we were out in LA and we were doing a shoot, but like a lot of people were like, why are you guys all together in the same place? Right? Like, like we hadn't announced vibes golf to anybody, to even our friends. And so Feast came out and hung out with us because Feast has always been a, like a very close friend to all of us. Like, like that's when he's been a part of the group. Right. But Feast is a little bit older. So we, you know, he was never really like doing a lot of the current stuff that we were doing. And so he comes out and we're all hanging out with Feaster. That next morning, we're all frantic, getting dressed to go to this golf course. And Feast is like, just looking around, like, what are you guys doing? And like, we were kind of just like, no one wanted to say anything because we didn't want to tell anybody what we were doing yet. We wanted to do the big announcement. And then finally somebody broke and we're like, well, we're going to go play golf. And that's when Feast was like, golf? You guys golf? Like, who golfs? Like, it was just hilarious. <laughs> and uh, and so we, well, he's like, can I join and can I play with you guys? And at first we're like, kind of like, ah, like, all right, let's figure out how we can get them on the course. So we call the golf course. They, they allowed us to run one group of five. We get out there. This man feaster is wearing jean shorts. I kid you not. Yeah. We got this. <laughs> Charger, Charger drive fit just destroyed <laughs> everybody. Went absolutely crazy. <laughs> and then yeah, he's obnoxious. After that, like when we when he found out, we started doing our events, and he was at all of our events, just showing love out of just straight up support. And then like it was like six months later, we voted like we got to get Feast officially be part of the team, and he joined the team, and we've never looked back. Like, but that he, it's just funny. Feast woke up to vibes. It was the greatest thing. Yeah. Because, uh, G shorts on the golf course is very unique. Oh, oh, for all of us, it's unique <laughs> and just wearing in your everyday life. Like, what he had on was crazy. <laughs> it was great. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. So it's so cool how, how these things come together. But, but I want to jump into like how this team, how your team, Noe, Melvin, the other guys, like you guys, you guys were in the business school, Noe, with some people, but like, how does that come to be? Like, how do you, you know, listen, Melvin, uh, you, you, you overlap with dudes who aren't football players, right? And they are part of your circle. But no way, you have like this special relationship with these guys who are all football players, which which to me is a, a little bit unique. So I would love for you to jump into like how how you guys met and how you stayed strong friends and now you are on a business together. Like, to me, that's awesome. Like, I love it. So please tell tell. Go for it. So, and this, this, this all goes back. So, it, I mean, it goes back to the business school, right? Uh, um, the University of Wisconsin Business School. Uh, when when I was there, I was a student. Not only not only was I a student at the B school, but also had like I always said I had the coolest student job. Like I actually got to work in the B school. And one of my in one of my classes, I got partnered up with Desmond Southward. Uh, Desmond Southward got put into one of my group projects, and as soon as that happened, I was like, oh man i was like the football guys got they got their you know got their stories and so i was like this guy not only is he like our defensive captain at the time 
I'm like, he's like about a year and a half out. Like, there's no way he's going to want to do anything. Right. <laughs> and so me, him, me, him and our other partner, we like set up to like meet in the business goal one night for like our project and our other teammate, she got sick. So it was just me and Des and like me and Des just hit it off. Like we, and it's just like, it was that similar, like we had similar paths to where we were at. Right. Like, you know, like obviously he's playing football, but I'm like, you know, where we grew up, the things that we had to go through to end up at a university, like it was just kind of cool to go back and forth. And, and so me and him got along very well. And it was like within a matter of like, by the, by the time that class was over, me and him were like really, really good friends. And at that time he was very close with Monty, James White and those boys and Isaiah Williams, who was a receiver at Wisconsin. And so I was constantly hanging out with those guys. It was just like, at first I was just like around those guys. And because they were older, like Mel was around. So we have some funny photos from back in the day where like Mel was like a, like a sophomore. We're all taking photos together. And that was it. Like, that's how I got tied in with that group. And all of a sudden I became like a part of that group and never, never touched the football field. Right. And then it became even stronger because when Tanner was transferring to Wisconsin, Des was his host. So me, Des, and Isaiah, we took Tanner out through the city. We showed him, like, whatever. We, we like to say we're the reasons we, we convinced him to come to Wisconsin. <laughs> and like, when Tanner got out there, me and him were hanging out all the time. We ended up living together last year in college, or my last year in college, I lived with them. And through that, I just became a part of this group where I was just like, it was the football guys and no way. And it was just like hilarious because <laughs> these guys all were over me. Hey, you should, hey, wouldn't you guys talk to Austin too? When you guys talk to Austin, ask him about mine and Austin's first interaction. That's a great story as well. But, um, but no, like that's how it happened. Des, it was Des that introduced me to these guys and like I became very close to them. And we all stayed in touch over after college. Like we all went different paths in life. I ended up in San Diego. Mel was out here because of the Chargers. And so that just proximity, me, him, and Kinzel were hanging out all the time here in San Diego. And through that, I got tied even closer to some of the younger guys that I know. Like Rob is a guy that I met, like we became closer with after college. Austin, same thing. Um, a lot of these guys, it's just like after college, because of our relationships back to university, we just all stayed together. Then fast forward, like we'd gone on boys trips and done cool things where when it came time to like, I want to put this team together, I realized I was like, we have the team. Like we have the pieces that we need to go get this thing off the ground. And the one thing that this thing, that this team has that is going to make us really dangerous is that organic chemistry. Like the boys just get along. Like it, it can be whatever we're doing. The energy's there, the trash talking's there, the commodities there. And it's just like, I was like, this is what you need to be able to just like bulldoze into this world. And uh, we put a meeting together one time Actually, Dare and I were the ones that kind of kicked it off because Dare had posted a video of him at Top Golf, and it was just a terrible <laughs> swing, terrible swing. And so I just I sent him a DM and I was like, dude, like, like, what are you doing? Like, just joking back and forth. And then that's when he was like, we we're like, that was kind of where like it sparked. Where I was like, hey, I got an idea. Like, he was he was like, I'm trying to see like if there's anything in this content world. I was like, hey, how about we let's, let's get the guys together. Let's have this meeting. We put a meeting together booked our flights to Florida the beginning of June, 2021, did our proof of concept, never looked back. And it just, here we are. But, but what, what was your first thought of Noe when you met him? Uh, it was just, I mean, it was just like, <laughs> he was just little, Noe was small, glasses. 
I mean, because we all hang around football players, and then you got all the football players, and then you got you got you got no <laughs> it. But then we just all got. He was always around because you know, like he said, I didn't know that story about him and Dez. Um, so I was I was tapped in on that. Crazy thing is, me and Dez used to be roommates. That's the crazy part, though, which I don't even think no one knows. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he was just like all the football players, and then Noah, and it was just like. I mean, he just was around so much. It was just like, you know what I mean? He fit fit right in. And it's crazy, though, because, Noah, I don't know if I even had your number saved because you said he said he was texting me, right? It was random how I even found out no way was in San Diego. I don't even be on Snapchat like that. And I was sitting outside of the mall. I was bored. I was like, no, I'm just going through my phone on Snapchat. <laughs> and then I seen no way. I don't even know how we got added on there. And then I was like, I was like, hey, no way. You in San Diego? He's like, bro, I've been telling you that for like two months. I'm like, bro, I didn't see it, bro. But let's let's kick it. And then we just literally hung out like right for my whole time in San Diego. We went bowling. We went, I mean, we just we kicked it the whole time. So we got super close. And then, you know, he came with this idea came about. Uh me, him, and Kenzel went to like a golfer range one time. I still was slicing that joker. Nothing has changed. <laughs> in like eight years, nothing has changed. Um but that's kind of how this he came up with this idea, kicked it off, and we already had the relationship to where we all trust each other. Um, so that's just kind of how it worked. But yeah, no way just he he found a way to make he never really made anybody mad but Austin, I think. But uh I mean he just fit right in, man. But but Melvin, when he came to you, because Noah, you said that you and Dare kind of were kicking around this idea. Melvin, what's it like when they come to you and you're like, let's bring golf to the masses? And your first experience was so was it wasn't a good one so what's it like when they're like hey let's disrupt this game yeah in a a sport that you're like i don't know if i really care about it to be honest i don't think uh like i was always down with 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 the vision that noah had because i think he's seen the vision and and seen how everything was playing out before we all could you know and that's probably from our bad experiences so we probably couldn't get past that um and he just kind of made it like, and I was already in a position. To, I was just like, man, I want to, I want to kind of help my friends. My friends got some ideas. I want to roll with it. So I was just like, I really can't see the vision fully. And I can now, but I, I couldn't really see it fully. But I was just like, you know what? Like, I trust that he, he knows what he's doing. And, and here we are, man. It's, it, I mean, the, the, the whole idea behind this is crazy, but you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I just was like, you know what? Let's go. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And now here we are, and, and it's just changed my whole outlook on golf because I, I I did not have a great experience, man. Not, not at all. Well, Melvin, what's your relationship like with the game of golf today? Today? Man, I, I look at it now from like, I mean, so I saw so I still stink. Let's not. Let's not. I don't want to. I don't want y'all to go out there with me and think I'm Tiger Woods or anything like that, okay? But. Uh, we had the, I think once I started taking it like super serious as far as like, cause I like to go out there and have a good time. I'm one of the guys that's going to vibe. Um, you know, I'm going to talk trash even though I'm not good. I'm going to get some good cuts in. I'm that guy, right? Um, <laughs> I'm that guy. But we, we played with Justin Simmons them. And when I say it was the most, one of the most humbling experiences, you would have thought I lost the Super Bowl. I was so <laughs> like, I was sitting in the room and I'm just like, no way, bro. Like, we got embarrassed out here today, like, and I was just like, man, because I, I talked so much trash, and I, I hit a couple of chip shots. They was just, I was playing on my, 
I was playing on myself for, for what I could do, right? And it was just so bad. So I was just like, you know what? I'm, I need to get good at golf because, you know, we're we trying to build something special. And when people ask for us to come, they want to, you know, not only can I bring the vibes, but I can also play well. And I like to talk trash. Like, I love to talk trash. Like, it's, it's I probably curse the most on the videos and they have to. <laughs> I talk a lot of crap. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's just like, you can't really talk trash if you can't. If you can't, can't talk trash all the time if you can't back it up. You know what I mean? So now I look at golf as just like another competitive uh, a thing for me to do, to to talk trash and to be good at. I'm getting lessons now. Like, I'm looking at it completely different. I would have never went and got lessons. Like, like, no. But, like, it's so much more than just hitting the ball. It's just, I mean, the, the people you meet through this, the, the, the vibes, like I said, I mean, I, I go out there. I got a jukebox with me. I can't golf without the the music. I need the music. Hey, you know what I mean? And it's just so much. It's so much fun that you have with it that I think people miss out on. Cause I did. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know golf was as fun as it's like. I I didn't know that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't think it was fun. It's fun. It's fun to me now going out there with with your guys, your buddies. You haven't seen them in a while. You catching up. You know what I mean? It's good conversations, man. You just man, you just kicking it like Chan, man. And it's. It's a good time, man. My whole output and and look on golf is is just changed completely. So let me let me ask you: What do you think is one of the biggest obstacles that Vibes faces? Is it getting? I'll let you guys answer that because I, I I could just assume, but I would love to hear what you guys think is the biggest obstacle today about what your company's trying to do. Well, I think, I mean, it, it, it's it's going to be a lot of obstacles, but like you said, this. The way we go out there, the way we play, the way, you know, the way we vibe is probably uneasy to a lot of people. And um, we went and we played with Keenan and we just pulled up to the, you know, the little range before you, you know, you go out there, you get your little shots off. And I was out there with a, a blue shirt, um, you know, some shorts and I had like my chain on, my VGC hat. Um, and people was just looking at me, like just staring at me. And it was just like, okay. Like I know, like we knew that 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 would be a problem. It's just it's just different. No one's used to someone going out there with a chain on, a fitted hat, shades on. Um, you know, it's just like I don't even know what type of shirt I had on, but it was <laughs> it was it was nice there. It felt good, but I just looked different than everybody else that was there. And I was just like, man, this I know it's gonna be it's gonna be that that's gonna be the part that's that we're gonna struggle with, I think. But it's okay, you know, it might. You know, some people might not accept it. Some people will. Um, but, you know, that's just part of what we're trying to do and, and, and bring to that game. Just someone just being you, you know, going out there wearing what's comfortable, respecting, being respectful. Now, you just can't go out there with a, you know, nothing like that. Now, now we getting out of control. But <laughs> if we get out of control, you go out there with a, you know, like you've been lifting with Debo. <laughs> 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 I get lifted with Debo. <laughs> We're not gonna get out of control here, but you know, <laughs> you get what, what we try. Yeah. So, 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 um, no, you've told me this before, but I would love to hear, like, what are your biggest successes to date, and what are you so thrilled to share with you know everyone who's listening today about vibes? I think. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of cool stuff that we've done over the last like year and a half that is just exciting to look at. Um, from you know, you know, the cool stuff that we've been able to do at tournaments, like with our own tournaments. I'm not gonna lie, 
when we had our last tournament in Wisconsin uh, last last July, um, there's like there's so much planning that goes into this, right? And I think a lot of people don't appreciate all the work that goes into like putting together an event like that. And the fact that we're doing that with like us 10 who like, this is like the first time we're doing things like this. And to be able to go achieve what we did with that tournament was so exciting. And you know, even the weather was against us that day. Like the morning we got out there, it's raining and like, you're just like of all days, like every day we were there during the week, sunny, 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 sunny morning of just like raining. But like, the thing that I was that just was so awesome, and I'll never forget this. Me, Melvin, and Dare were sitting in in one of in in the car, and it's just like pouring rain. We were like delaying everything, trying to figure out like what we're gonna do. And like I looked at I looked at both of them. I was like, "Hey, the, look at all the people that are still showing up. All like no everybody came. No one backed out. And I was like, everybody's here. I was like, we got to go make this thing happen. And like it was kind of one of those moments where we all just looked at each other and we're like, let's go make it happen because like. It just, it, it just how it worked out at the end was it rained and then it cleared up and it was like beautiful. And I was like, we we literally battled the storm, right, to keep this thing going. But everybody had a blast. Everybody who left that day, like the end clips of like, you know, we, the, the round went into a playoff and all the energy with everyone surrounding the green, like this energy, you couldn't, it, it just can't, it was just amazing. Um, and in that moment right there felt great because to this day, like anytime things get tough, Right. Because let's just be real that like running a business is not sunshine and rainbows all the time. Like half the time when we were on calls, like we're like talking about like this is stuff that we got to go execute on. Right. But every time when things get like a little rocky, I think back to that day because I'm like that day was tough. But at the end of it, we powered through as a team and we were able to put on an event like that that people to this day still talk about and reach out to us like when is it coming back? Like, you know, we're, we'll be back out in Wisconsin uh, later this year. But like that moment to me. I look back to that so often because I'm like, sometimes, you know, these things, you know, it's, it, you got to power through some things and I'm just like, Hey, we were able to do that. We can go do anything now. Right. And then, like I said, you can, there's a list of achievements that we've done. Like, it's just like, there's just so many, but for me, that one was important because the team had to come together to make that happen. Like we had to like, be like, Hey, we have to go make this thing. We got to go make this event one that these guys would talk about forever. And we did. And I, I'm so proud of that. The passion of just you guys talking about this is so exciting. Like, I love to see it. Uh, Melvin, what, what was something you want accomplishment uh, that stands out to you? Um, we've had, I, I've had a couple moments where I just, you know, just nodded my head and was like, bro, like, we did this. But the biggest, one of the biggest moments for me was actually at an event that I wasn't at. Um, it was the Denver event that we, we, I think we did at Top Golf with the kids. And the reason it was so big is because um, we got an email and it was it was just, you know, just the people telling us, you know, how thankful they were that, you know, the kids got the opportunity to go to Top Golf. And it was just like they 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 drive by there all the time wishing, hey, I, I wish we could go there. But, you know, people just aren't you know fortunate enough to, you know, got the money to, to, to be able to do that. And we made that happen for those kids. And it was just it kind of brought me back to like when I was a kid, because. I would always, you know, you know, see, you know, I loved cartoons as a kid. And I always wanted to go to Disney World. I always wanted, I always asked my parents, can I go to Disney World? Can I go to Disney World? And we just didn't have enough to get it done. And it just brought me back to that moment. Like, man, like, you know, you just be so comfortable in your element that you tend to forget the little things like that as a kid, when you were a kid, when you wanted to do things and couldn't. And 
you know, for us to be in a position to 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 bring that to life for some of those kids was huge because, you know, I didn't have that. No one, I, I didn't have no one to help bring that to, to life for me as a kid to go to somewhere that I wanted to go to. And, and I was just like, dang, man, like he just brought me back. I'm like, man, that's lit right there. I'm like, that's lit. Cause I, I never looked at it from that aspect. You know, I just feel like everybody go to top golf, but that's not the case. And that just kind of just brought me back. I'm like, though, that's lit right there. I wish I was there for it, but it was lit. Listen, that is, that is to me is really cool. I mean, you're literally bringing something that, that kids look at and go, I'm never going to go there. Like, there's no reason. I don't understand it. And you don't even have to be there. As long as they're just happy, like these kids are happy, man, just hitting golf balls. <laughs> I've been to go- I've been to Top Golf and I love it there. So, and I'm a 40 year old man. Imagine if I was 10, I would love it more. Okay, love it. It'd be, it'd be your Disney World. You feel me? Like- Dude, it is my Disney World. Actually, my wife had my 39th birthday there. So, oh, that's great. And it, it, you're eating, you're drinking, and and literally, I was awesome with the women's clubs. I have no idea why. I was just swinging it in the holes every time. So, uh, listen, that's my vibe. I'm good. I was good. I'm like, I'm, and no one make fun of me or not. I don't care. I was yeah. swinging well. Um, but but I like these deep stories. Like, this is what I think is so special about what you guys are doing. And I love that we could have, you know, you guys on there. I just want to make sure I haven't missed anything special about Vibes before we kind of jump into, I know we're running out of a you know time. You can see behind Melbourne's getting dark back there. Um, you know, it's almost 10 o'clock here, but I want to make sure we hit everything. Well, one thing I want to ask them is, what are your personal goals for Vibes? Like what, it, what Vibes will be, uh, like I will, Vibes is a true accomplishment if blank happens. And I guess I'll start with Noe there. Uh, I, I'm, it's, I'm going to stick to what I said to the guys uh, back a year and a half ago when I launched this. Vibes will be a success if we are like, I don't know, 10 years down the road, 5, 10 years down the road, you're seeing someone that looks like Melvin or looks like Rob or looks like, you know, like Kinzel with, you know, dreads walking off onto like to tee off at like, you know, one of these big tournaments, whether it's like like the players, the masters, or something like that. Like when you see someone like that, that's carrying that vibe, that that's carrying that vibe from where they grew up and who they truly are, and aren't trying to fit this mold. Like they're just being themselves, and they're competing at that level. That's when we've made it right, because there's there's layers to this, right? Like a lot of people always like like to point out was like, well, there's already people, there's like already minorities playing golf and things like that. But I'm like, they're not really like it's that's not like somebody that went to my high school. Right, like that energy, that vibe, and if you could have someone walking up there with that type of swagger, that type of energy, that that's just themselves, not clean cut. They're just like, hey, I'm out here to compete, be myself, have a good time. That's when we've done it, right? And it, it's not just going to be vibes that makes it happen. Like that's why I say this is a movement. I've said it time and time again. It's not just us that will do this. It's going to be col- a collective group, and you're starting to see awesome companies pop up left and right to have this this like this drive and hunger to do that. I'm like collectively, the whole the whole game of golf has to change. It's got to be hit from different angles. We're hitting it from one angle. Others will hit it from others. But like ultimately, Vibes will be a success when we can be proud and confident. Like, hey, we played a role in that. We helped make that happen. So for me, um, it's 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 kind of in the same ballpark. Um, for me, Vibes will be a hit if 
you know, so the birthday, so my birthday is in April around the Masters all the time. So, you know, around my birthday, I always hear a lot about the Masters, this and that. Um, and I just was always like, you know what, I'm speaking in the Masters specifically. You know, someone walking up there, I don't care if you got dreads, I don't care if you got a mullet, I don't care if you got a big afro, I don't care if you're black, blue, yellow, I don't care what you are. If you walk up there and you win the Masters and you have a Vibes hat on, that's that I'm that, that's something I can sit back and I and I want to smile like that's 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 my that's my that's when I feel like okay we near we in the building you know um it's just a mad that's for me because like I said the April the, that my birthday's in April the Masters I always you know as a kid I always heard about the Masters for some reason I used to go to sleep with golf on the TV I don't know it's, that's weird but um that would be that would be the hit for me man um. Like I said, I don't care who go up there. If you represent the vibes, anything, the logo on you, and they and they just like, you know, they feel we dope enough to go up there and wear that in front of millions of people after a great accomplishment that they've you know, that they've made, um, that'll be lit, man. That'll that'll mean everything to me. You know, I'll be watching the, the PGA tour stuff events sometimes and I see the people with the gear on, I'm just like, dang, dude, like there's people's out there wearing some vibes gear, like, that's lit right there. You know, so that that's that'll be that'll be it for me. And it and it literally could be that kid who picked up uh, a golf club at at Top Golf. Like it could be because you're bringing it to the masses, right? Like, and I would agree with you guys. Twenty years ago, when I picked up a club, or twenty two years ago at this point, it was for a small group. At least that's what I I thought too. Um, and now it can be anybody, which opens up the pool of just good golfers which is yeah. exciting. And I think that's really special is giving that opportunity to people who literally look at golf or yeah, don't even look at it and say, I can't be that because I'm not yeah. that. And you guys are literally saying, no, 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 come play. You can be that. You are that. Yeah. Whatever way yeah. you want to be it, you're just that. So I think I think I love that. Like I think and that's what sports does for like yes. this world is bring people together. And, and Melvin, you know, you and I can attest to you're in the locker room. Like you're, you guys are just brothers. Yes. Um, and no way, you know, there are guys who stick, who come in and, and are that too. Um, and Matt Perkins is now my brother who I've met only one time, but <laughs> I've seen him on, what is this? Our 125th episode or something like that, or it's somewhere bananas, but, um, the, together, this is our 102nd episode. That's so what, you know, I didn't go to the B school. And the extra, <laughs> and the extra outfit, you know, you didn't sound like That's that. See, that. that's like, at least yeah. I, sh I shoot 102. So actually, this is perfect. I'm like, right there. I'm lucky to get to 102. Um, so listen, I know we have a limited amount of time, and <laughs> I'm in the 90s somewhere. Um, well, I'd actually, now let's, I would love to know, no way, Mel, what, what's your best round ever? I don't even My best round ever. That. I'm looking at it right here. Oh, go my ahead, man. Mel. No, I'm just gonna oh, say I'll that's my man. That's like, a not keeping story score. With me. That's my thing. Like, let's do that. I'm I'm here for that all day. Not keeping score. score. Absolutely not. And now you guys know. Well, now you guys know why I love when Mel says I'm coming for that third place spot. You gotta start keeping score. It's so. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, for me, it's like I'm looking at it right now. The best round I ever shot to this point was I shot a, a 90 even. And uh, and I I am one swing away, figuring out my driver. One swing away from being able to shave off like five to six strokes off my game. 
So I'm telling you, like I tell people all the time, hey, if we're playing a scramble, we're going to do all right because I got us after the drive. I just, that driving, it makes it tough on me right now. But right now, best best round I've ever shot was a 90. Where can people find out more about Vibes Golf and get some of that really excellent merch that you have? Vibesgolfclub.com. That's where we're at. And uh, um, right now, we're in the middle of revamping some things on our side. Uh, now that, you know, like I said, we're, we're in a good place. So we're starting to invest a little bit more internally here. And we'll start to see some, some you know, some new stuff. So Melvin and Dare have been, have been uh, coming up with some new ideas on the merch side. So that'll be coming soon. So vibesgolfclub.com. And then just check out our Instagram and our socials. Uh, that's really where, you know, we like to post a lot of our stuff and you'll go see us in action, right? You'll see the trash talking uh, live and in play and you'll go see, you know, those one or two putts that Mel's been talking about that he's hit. You'll go <laughs> see those on there as well. I got a good putt game, fellas. Early. I love it. I love it. Do you, oh, oh. <laughs> um, before we jump into a little bit of football, any best course in Madison you guys like to play? Mm. I didn't really play too often in Madison outside of the one that we did. Um, I'm going to say, so. well, probably, I mean, same as Mel. Like, we haven't played too much in Madison. I uh, love the Glen just because uh, now we have, like, a, we have, like, this connection to it because of our tournament. But honestly, in Wisconsin, uh, the Sand Valley courses, if anybody ever has oh. a chance to play the Sand Valley courses, man, that those courses were just beautiful yeah, amazing such a good time it's so far wisconsin i tend to forget we in wisconsin it's, it's so deep but yeah sand valley was well we'll have to get you out to a couple random courses uh i i i don't know just like madison that's where i grew up golfing was in college i don't know why i had like zero dollars but they somehow are like you could come out here for like 20 or 40 bucks or like all right, you know, that sounds pretty good. You know, go to the um, Bridges and the University Ridge with the student ID was like 10, 15 bucks. Now it's like 90, 100 bucks for an adult who's... At, and I suck so bad, I don't want to play there. I only play like when it's, you know, you come back for like Legends or anything. <laughs> Melvin, we, we always, we have a limited amount of time. So I'm going to start with your official visit. Uh-huh. When you come to Madison for your official visit, who is your host? And walk us through your official visit. God, dog, I can't remember. I don't know if my host was Vanessa. I can't remember. I can't remember who my host was. But uh, it was a good time. I mean, it wasn't too crazy. Uh, I think I was still committed to. I was. I was still committed to Iowa. At that point, I had a camp uh, with Wisconsin, and I thought they wanted me to play DB. I was like, I'm not going to a Division One school where I've never uh, playing a position I've never played before. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going here. Um, but they were my first offer, so you know, you get that 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 first scholarship, you get you know that first opportunity. You never really forget that school, and it was Wisconsin. And I went there and destroyed the camp. I destroyed it. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, me and Trey playing DB. I was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Iowa. So I committed to Iowa. Um, I went to the old state game there and they had lost and it was just not good. The atmosphere wasn't good, which makes no sense because I was got like one of the, when I went there, it was the, one of the craziest atmospheres. So I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't enjoy it. And, um, 
I went to the Wisconsin the next week. I went to the Wisconsin Ohio State game where they rushed the Wisconsin line, rushed the field, and then that was my official. And then I went and talked to Coach B, and I was like, "Hey, like the reason I didn't commit here is because I think he want me to play DB, and I'm not playing DB. Like that's I wish I played DB now. The much money they make it, but I was just like, nah, I'm not playing DB. And he's like, hey, I promise you, you gonna play running back, like." You're from Wisconsin. You were born here. Like, people are going to know you before you, you know, before you even make a play. People are going to know who you are. And he was just like, you got my word. It was the same with John Clay. He thought I wanted to play. He thought he was going to play linebacker. He gave me his word. I committed. And I kid you not, before I even made a play, people was like, what's up, Melvin? It was new to me, you know. Uh, you know, Wisconsin, like, just where I'm from, you don't get, like, crazy love like that where people outside kind of know you. So that was kind of just like the start to that. What was Coach B like? Because he, to me, he was like a, a that guy, right? Like you, he'd give you your word, and you could literally you could trust it. But he was a little wackaloon. But I would love to hear, like, in your eyes, what he was to you. Uh he was cool, man. It, it was he was a different style coach, and you know, you just my high school coach was pretty. You know, he was pretty aggressive, and uh, it was cool though. But Coach B was. <laughs> I get man, we had some we had some times where I got cussed out as a freshman, not knowing, you know, what I was doing. And he the one thing that used to irritate me with Coach B though, uh, he would talk to you and he would have a conversation with you. And as you were talking, you know when you talk to someone, you kind of like look away and then look back. So like, you know, he just consistently did it. You'll talk to him, you'll like like look away and look back and he'll be gone. Mid conversation. Every <laughs> like every time he used to piss me off with that. But outside of that, he was cool. But that that <laughs> hit me off. He'd be mid conversation. He'd be going there asking if you're all right. You'll get your story. He don't even care about your story. <laughs> he'd be like, okay, you practicing? It's really like, are you practicing or not? And if it is, he didn't want to hear all that extra stuff. He was literally <laughs> walk off. It was <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so, Matt, you, you you show up on campus. Like, what's it like to come, you know, leave your city, come to school, be on campus, be working out, you're going to school. Like, what's that all like for you? It was different, man. Um, you know, it's just, it's so many meetings and, and then you have to mix that with football and it was it was tough, you know, with the classes and then you got the tutoring sessions and, you know, it was mandatory tutoring sessions and mandatory study table. And it was just like, man, this is, it's a lot. You know, you got class checkers, like what, what? So it was just a lot going on, man. And I was just, my coach was just like, I had anxiety every day because my coach was like, yeah, if you miss the class checker and late to class, you'll be running early. Early, I'm gonna make you do up downs till you throw up. And I was just like, okay. So now I'm dealing with that anxiety on top of trying to be great, right? <laughs> it was a lot, it was a lot you deal with as a young and going into that joker. I, I feel like I feel like, I feel like everyone's story is similar. Class checkers don't miss them. Then it becomes who was your who was the weight trainer? Was it Herbs? Herb, yeah. yeah so like yeah. It, then it becomes Herbs from, and that's the last man you want to see yeah. outside of weight training, like yeah. when it's punishment time. Oh yeah, and and the thing about Herb though is, if you're late to the 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 lift, he'll he'll pull up a chair. He'll pull up a chair and have the person that, so let's say I'm late. I got to pull up a chair. He'll sit me in the chair, give me a Gatorade, tell me to drink it, and then he'll put an older guy on the Stairmaster for like an hour and make him go up, and you have to sit there and watch him. 
and then now now you got the whole upperclassmen ready to kill you so it's just like he does stuff like that so you didn't want to be late to lifts either like it's just strict strict man you're bringing back like all these <laughs> scary <laughs> memories yeah. um i know i listen i know we're, we're running out of time but dude i gotta ask one of the cruelest things i think i've ever seen was your game against nebraska oh yeah. i mean i don't even have words for it dude you were just special what yeah. what now, special in your career, but special that night. What's it like to run for 406 yards in a night? I can hardly do that right now, but literally. It's crazy, man, because my uh, my red shirt, I want to say sophomore year when it was me and James, um, I was like, man, I can't even get – it's so hard to get 200 yards. I'm struggling getting 100 yards. I was like, God, dog, I can't – I was getting like 130. Sometimes I get 140, 170. I was like, man, I cannot get 200 yards to save my life. It's too hard. And then the next year, I'm just 200, 200, 200, 200, 250, 400. I was like, this is crazy. Like, it was just so crazy, man. That game was just, it was a, it was, it meant a lot because uh, we played Western Illinois that year, and you know, Mir Abdullah, and. Uh, I mean, the whole team, like, they weren't even playing sound football in Western Illinois. They literally, like, our receivers had the biggest game of their life. Like, they were like, we're stopping Melvin, and we don't care what we do. So I didn't play that well, and uh, I had, like, 35 yards. And then the commentators on the Big Ten Network, I think, they were just like, Melvin Gordon doesn't even need to be mentioned with in the same sentence as Amir Abdullah. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. I got you. So I had that game circled. I had that game circled. I was like, I'm going to get them, boys, what I got this game because I need to let them know because I didn't forget that. And then I was talking to a little chick from Indiana. She was up there. So that, you know, yeah, I was really feeling like that dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was really feeling like that dude, man. That, that, that day was electric, man. To have 85,000 fans chanting your name, like, it was just unreal. It was probably even bigger for my mom and my, you know, my, pa my people and my parents, man. I, it just, you know, it really didn't even – Soak in that day, honestly. But dude, eighty-five thousand <laughs> in the stands. You, I was screaming from New York. You had, dude, you had hundreds of thousands of alumni across the world, probably jumping up and down in their chairs. Like, I, I'm just so excited because I feel like, and I didn't have anything to do with this, but as a running back who played at Wisconsin, yeah. literally the pride that we all have for like you guys, and then now the dudes who are doing it and Braylon. And Chad's like, you're like, man, these guys are my guys. And I have literally have never met them. I'm just so excited and proud of them. And that's what I was for you. I was like, man, this dude is so good. Like, I could miss three blocks and you'd still score a touchdown. It was it was just everything this ball in that night, man. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, I wonder where that pride comes from. You know what I mean? Is it just like from where we from? or But it's like the whole campus is like that. Everybody's so prideful. I, I don't I don't even like I can't even touch like where another college logo nothing I don't even I don't like to put nothing on from another college like like seriously I like guess Wisconsin down like I'm, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying like it is it is mad my whole house is red right now it's yeah. ridiculous I got a Barry Alvarez a picture with me and him up there I got my Wisconsin I got I wish I could show you I got my Wisconsin jersey upstairs on the man I, I love my badges I don't care. <laughs> If you from Wisconsin, I love you. Like it's just from Wisconsin, you you went to. Don't let you say you went to Madison. Like we could talk all day. <laughs> like, 
my my wife's my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, who's probably listening. Hi, Carrie. She was like, "Do you want this football?" And I'm like, "I got a bunch of football." She's like, "It was signed by Ron Dane." I'm like, "Yeah, I definitely want it." And my yeah. wife's like, "This is the <laughs> third football of Ron Dane that you have signed. Like, you know him. Why do you need another football?" And I'm like, never- I, "That makes sense, I guess." But it doesn't, like, to me, it doesn't make sense. I just want to collect all this memorabilia because I didn't play with Ron, but Ron walked into the locker room during a game and was like, yo, Burn, you're killing it. And I was like, what? Ron's in here. You know, like, I don't even know if I heard what he said. I was so happy to see him. But I think that's what it is. It's like, you just, it's, I think it's special in Wisconsin. But Melvin, you played on a bunch of, uh, obviously, a bunch of really good NFL teams. Is it the same type of, like, chip on your shoulder? What's your experience been like in the NFL? Like, it, you've had a super awesome career. Yeah. Um. Man, it's it's different. The uh, it it wasn't too different when I got with the Chargers. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, that was a different locker room. Probably one of the most different because it wasn't like a lot of you know married guys. When I went to Denver, you know, a lot of guys were married, and and it, and you know, guys after you know after a long day at work, guys gotta get back to their wife and kids. It just is what it is. You can't get mad. They got a family, you know. And when I when I got there, when I was with the Chargers, it was a lot of young guys. So we all stayed in the locker room extra. Um, you know, we kicked it with Gates. Gates kind of brought all of us in, and it was just man, it was it was a good time. My time with the Chargers probably was the best years of my time in the league. Um, it was just, man, it was, people was like, man, it's not going to be like that. The bond, because the bond you share in the locker room in college is, it, it, it doesn't even compare to where, where you go or what you do. It, there's nothing like it. But being in that Chargers locker room was probably as close to it. Um, and then Denver was pretty good, too. I started all the other stuff, but the locker room was pretty solid. Uh, we just didn't stay in a, after hours and just bond and stuff. And then we came there around COVID, so we really couldn't connect outside as much as we would like to. So that kind of, you know, diminished our, you know, my time there a little bit, the COVID stuff, crazy, but it's definitely a difference, bro. Who's the best fullback uh, to block for you? Watt, for sure. That's my brother, man. Me and Watt was so, it's just so crazy. Like, I was so, I was so happy when they picked up Watt um, because we just, we just kind of know, like, and it was like other running backs, and I didn't really experience that because I had Watt, uh, pretty much I went without Watt one year, and then I had Watt in my, you know what I'm saying, the most of the time at, you know, with Chargers. But we were just just connected so well. Like, I knew how he would block things. Um, he knew how I seen things, and that makes a difference. Like, you have to be on the same page as your fullback. And he, we were just, we were just in sync. Like I remember one time where they just put on film, like our steps out the backfield, where they, it was like in sync. Like we practiced it. Like it was just, that's my brother, man. Like, you know, I, I wish I had him, uh, you know, still blocking for me, cause you know he was so special. And, and I was there, I was there though for his first touchdown, and we did a little dog celebration. Where I was holding him back, so I got some memories with my dog, man. I love that boy. Listen, I could end there. You, I, I feel like I could cry, and I'm like just so happy at the same time. Um, you know, listen, guys, I really appreciate this. No way, Melvin, sharing the time. Um, I absolutely love the mission and, and what you guys are trying to accomplish with a with a game that I truly, at 40, love. Like, I just got my, my first pair of golf shoes at 40. So I think we're all kind of like, this is something cool. I don't want to wear golf shoes. They're not very comfortable. But... Neither here nor there. I think what you guys are doing is special. 
you know, Melvin, I've been a fan of yours my entire life. No way. I'm a huge fan now. And I'm just thrilled, you know, if I can help or we can help in any way, man, we're here for you. And and I, we really appreciate you guys coming out. Hey, appreciate you having us, Steve. No doubt. With that, uh, we are going to say good night for you from uh, a part one of our four part special here with our friends from Vibes Golf Club. Make sure you're at vibesgolfclub.com, checking out that sweet merch, helping out with the mission. Um, they're going to be all over the place this summer at PGA Tour events, doing a lot of stuff. And we are, Bernie and I are here to spread the word. We are here to spread the word, support our fellow Badgers. We hope you guys support your fellow Badgers as well. Uh, until next time, thanks for tuning in and on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.